Welcome back to Inside TBT, the official podcast of the basketball tournament. The basketball tournament that is one week away from tipping off on the ESPN family of networks. I'm the host, Andrew Zolden of Inside TBT. And here's the deal. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, then it's a week away. But anything after that, we're less than a week away until TBT. And this episode has interviews from kind of all over TBT. Weekend one, weekend two, week one, week two. You know, this regional, that regional. Here's who we got. We got Marcus Santos Silva, who's playing with Ram Nation, the VCU alumni team. Here's the story about him. All right, he played at VCU, then he played at Texas Tech. Then he went and was on the Browns. He was in training camp, played in the XFL. Now he's using TBT to get back into professional basketball. And sticking with that theme, we got Devin Funches, who's on Team Gibson. You probably remember him. He was a great receiver at Michigan and then went on to have a solid NFL career. He says he's a hooper from day one, and he's using TBT to try to take his basketball to the next level and get a professional contract. And then we got Taylor Persons, who is a straight up baller. He plays on the Fort Wayne champs. He's coming for another year at TBT. I think he averages like 21 points per game. He had a sick Elam Ender last year to knock off the Cincinnati team in Cincinnati. So a great episode with three great interviews. Let's get to them right now. All right, joining me now on Inside TBT, Devin Funches. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Appreciate you having me, brother. Absolutely. So for those of you out there who are thinking Devin Funches, the NFL wide receiver, why is he on the Inside TBT podcast? I'm going to let him tell you he's playing with Team Gibson this summer. But, you know, Funch, take it from there. Man, it's just it's a blessing for you guys to even give me the opportunity to hit me up previously last year to try to get on the team. So I just appreciate the opportunity and then join the team Gibson. Uh, it's just the opportunity to be an underdog, you know, in the, the bracket that we have. You know, we're going against Boheim's uh, group. And I just – basketball is my real passion. And – Football, it was fun while it lasted. You know, growing up, you got two ways to to make it, and it's playing basketball or playing football. Uh, I had some some weird, strange turns of events in high school. Got to want to play uh, football. Went did great in football, and then came back to play basketball. So had an opportunity, you know, um, to do some things while I sat out of COVID. Uh, I, the mental aspect of playing football was still worrying and dreading on me. So going in here to play basketball, it, it, it was a stress reliever. It was therapeutic cardio. And then now transitioning past business, I thought it was great to take on another sport. So here we go. Looking back at it, would you have done it differently in, you know, high school, college and tried to have, you know, played basketball first and foremost? Uh, I mean, you can't never block your blessings, you know. So the way my life panned out right now, I got to experience a lot, have fun, got a lot of great colleagues, a lot of family members. And from here, it's just kitchen, bro, and and know that I got basketball now. I, I got picked 41st for, for football, 
you know, and now is to go see how I compete nationally against some guys and then come back overseas over here to the U.S. And, and play in the league. So what does your off-season basketball training look like right now? Who are some of the guys you're in the gym with? Uh, Nobody. It's all like self-skill development. Uh, uh, just dribbling, shooting the ball, uh, learning, obviously, the pick and roll aspect of the game again. Um, everything, you know, shoot, I was playing a, a faster sport. So playing this paced out sport, you know, slowing down, understanding the mechanics of the game at a different level. So, you know, I'm just having fun now. So obviously you're a Michigan guy. You played at Michigan in an ideal world. Would you want to play on the Pistons or is there a different NBA team that really catches your eye? What, what would be your, your pick? So if I had to pick, I got like some teams that I want to play for, right? First and foremost, I would love to play for the Brooklyn Nets. Me and Biggie Smalls, we share the same birthday. So I think it's fitting for to to play on that team. You know, I got some some of the some connections over there to see what we can do. Uh William Wesley, that's my uncle. So he's vice president over at the New York Knicks. Uh I'm I'm in love with Michael Jordan. So Charlotte Hornets, and I was already there, and then Detroit Pistons, just because that's hometown. So, so that was my team. I like it. When you're thinking about your game, if a if a coach, a GM's like, hey, what's your best asset? What what's your answer? Uh me, I can shoot the ball. I can shoot the ball. I think I can shoot the ball with the best of them. But my athletic ability, as you guys can see from all of my combine stuff and all that type of stuff, my athletic ability, I'm more of a defensive team player mindset going out there with this ability to score the basketball. So I'm a defensive guy that's going to lock you down. Um, and then I'm going to make sure my team gets involved in the game. And then I'm a killer as far as when the ball is in my hand, I want to put it in the bucket. Do you have any player comps that come to mind when you're like watching guys? You're like, oh, I kind of play like him. Michael Jordan. That's pretty much it. Ant-Man, Michael Jordan type. I mean, it's, it's, it's I get this reaction from everybody. I'm like, really? And I mean, it's cute. Like, y'all got to understand. I played basketball from four years old to 16. And then I started playing football. So it's like, our reaction could be what it is, but. I look like them, play like them. I jump higher than them, and it just – I can't wait to show it. I i smiled when you said Michael Jordan, but then when you said, you know, Anthony Edwards, it was kind of like, all right, that style of play. Like, I got what you were saying. I thought you were nah. just like, oh, I'm the best basketball player. I'm Michael Jordan. That's what I thought you were. No, nah, no. Nah, I mean, I mean, you put it in – so I got a 45-inch vertical. Michael Jordan doesn't. I got handles. Michael Jordan didn't. I played football. That's the most physical sport that ever was built on this planet. So it's my reaction skills are faster than all basketball players. My toughness is harder than all football basketball players. And my wrist, I got, I'm amateur. I can shoot my left and my right hand. So that's why I think that I got the advantage over any basketball player on this planet. 
Well, I'm excited to see it with with Team Gibson and in TBT. What are you expecting your role to be like on this team? Are you expecting to be a starter, get kind of like kind of have the green light? Like, hey, you know, Uncle Funch, it's it's your game. Get out there and play it. Nah, I mean, I played down in Miami with those Mike Beasley and all those guys. I don't really care. I mean, y'all play four quarters, right? Yeah. That's more than enough time for me to do what I need to do. Like, uh, it don't matter. I come off the bench. You six men getting paid money to come off the bench. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, as long as I get the opportunity to play, I know I'm going to lock down whoever the best guard is or whatever it is. And then after that, you know, get the rebounds and then just get my team involved. I don't have to score. I mean, I know I'm a scorer, but it's just give them what they looking for out of me. You know, play defense like like the best guy down, grab the rebounds, and then everything is involved. I just got a couple more questions for you. The first one is, I know you were the best of them all, but who were some of your good NFL teammates when it comes to basketball? Like, who were the guys that – you know, you felt could actually hoop. Uh, see, I kind of like hear my basketball game from everybody. So I didn't really play basketball with anybody. But if you want to say somebody that's comparable to me, you got to say Devontae Adams. He is pretty much my twin in both sports. So it's just like, I mean, I'm taller than him. But when you see his body movement and my body movement, it's pretty much the same. So it's just like, I mean, we we have conversations going back and forth, so it's just it's just a blessing, you know. Out of all the teammates I have, I I can say that I I, I play with him. Another person is Aaron Burbridge. He went to the University of Michigan State. Well, not the University of Michigan State. He went to Michigan State University, and then he played. Uh, he got drafted by San Fran, and he had a stint with the uh, the Broncos. He is uh, that's basically that's my twin from high school. So it's just, I had a twin in high school, and then when I got to the league, I found my twin in Devontae Adams. So it's just, it's been cool, you know, that's that's a, I know that can compete with me. All right, final question. It's a two-part question. First part is, um, when you were at Michigan, did you ever get to do anything with the Michigan basketball team? Was there ever, like, a crossover? Yes. What did you get to do? I was I was, I played in some pickup runs that we had over there. I uh, had a pretty dominant um, performance with them. Uh, Coach Beeline wanted me to play with them and everything, but Coach Hogue didn't want me to play. So it was just something I had to bite the bullet with. But I had a stint. You got Ash Karras Levert, Spike Albert, um, Glenn Robinson, Nick Stauskas. You asked all the guys how Spunch game and that take. So the follow-up question to that, I'm sure you saw I know what your I know what your answer is gonna be, but I I'm sure you saw last year CJ Stroud said the Ohio State football team could beat the Ohio State basketball team in basketball. Do you feel like when you were at Michigan, your football team could have given the basketball players a game? Nah. Nah. I'm I was the only hooper for real. I mean Devin Gardner, he can hoop uh Amara Darbo, but they went to the natty, bro. Like this, this that they went to the natty. My my freshman year, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying. So it's not. I'm not gonna disrespect those guys who uh who who went that year. 
But other than that, like, I mean, those guys, they can hoop. Those guys who was on the basketball team, they can hoop. Like, you know, they all got drafted. So it's like, I'm not going to disrespect those guys like that. Nah, we, the football team could not have beat those guys. All right. Final question. This is how we end inside TBT. Flip it on you. Do you have any questions for me? What are your expectations of me in the tournament? So Dominique Rogers Cromartie has a team, Team DRC. He uh-huh. played a few. He played a few years ago. I think he had like four points in the game. I'm expecting double digits from you. That's my expectation. Double digit. So maybe you get in. You got like ten points, couple assists, and you're saying you know player comp Anthony Edwards, Michael Jordan. I'm expecting some some big guard rebounds where you grab the ball and start the break on your own. I think that's fair expectations. No, I got you. No, I appreciate it. I mean, from there is, I mean, I know you should, like, I know you're a supporter. I don't like to say fan because it's fan fanatic is a crazy person. So I know you're a supporter and it's just like, let's rock out, bro. You, you want to see me at the minimal level? Okay. I'll show you the maximum level. That's all it is. I think I think if you had like 10, 5, and 5, that would be an incredible game in the first game against Bayheim's Army. That would be an awesome game. And you throw down, we get a big Uncle Funch, you know, slam. That would be – I'd be hyped. No, nah, I got – you tell me what you want me to do that game and I'm going to do it. So you say 10, 5, and 5, I'll do that. For some, 10, yeah, 5, 10, and 5. five. I got you. All right, I love it. You heard it here first. In the first game, we're getting at least – at least 10, 5, and 5. Yeah, 10 5, 5 at least 10 5, 5 I got you. I love it, man. Thanks for coming on the show. See you in a few weeks at TBT, and, and let's get it. All right, appreciate you, gang. I'll talk to you. All right, joining me now on Inside TBT from the Fort Wayne <clears throat> Champs, Taylor Persons, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I've had you on a bunch of post-game interviews, but it was time to get you on the real thing. How how honored do you feel to be making an appearance? Dude, I'm so honored that you chose me to get me on the get me on the little podcast, little show. Appreciate it. Thank you. So <laughs> last year I have family that's Cincinnati fans. And they were at the so, game and they're like, Oh, we got so many legends on the team. We're gonna kill this Fort Wayne Champs team. And I'm like, hey. Watch what you're saying, because they got they got Taylor Persons, and then you did your thing. You were unbelievable. Yeah, you made yeah. the crazy game winner. How fun was that waving goodbye to the Cincy fans? Yeah, it felt good. It's just all in the fun of the game, you know. It's just I knew uh, we, we got a little chirping going on in the second half, you know. Which you know that, that's that's how I like to play. It's you know how I was raised, talking you know on the court, and yeah, it was fun. It felt good to you know wave bye to the. You know, they had the home home court advantage, even though it was at, you know, Xavier. But, you know, you could definitely feel the presence with their fans. So, yeah, it felt good, you know, to get the win for sure and wave goodbye. Tell them, see you later. We were talking about it a little bit before the show, but you said <laughs> you, you need to get a second win in this year's yeah. TBT. You, you're, sure. you haven't done that the last few years. What do you think will will make it so you can do that? Uh, yeah, just do the same things, but, you know, I just got to be consistent, you know, do better. I, I mean, I got to play better, you know, and uh, obviously got to get that connection with our team and hopefully we can find, uh, I know they do a good job of getting the right guys that want to win and play the right way, that which is very important in these tournaments, especially, you know, the biggest tournament of the summer for sure. Um, so just got to be consistent and, you know, uh, you know, play defense and really lock up. That's what I need to do this year. So. 
Yeah, so you guys got a similar squad with you leading the charge, mm-hmm. but who who are some of the guys, maybe they're new additions or guys from last year that you're excited to get to play with or play with for the first time again? Yeah, I'm always excited to play with my boy, Steph Hicks. I played with him for the last couple of years. He's good people. He's solid, you know. And, uh, you know, we got a couple of new additions that he added. You know, I think our bigs, we got really good bigs. And uh, another guard, Stanley uh, Whitaker, he played at uh, Germany. He just had a big year. I know he'll be you know, really solid. And, you know, everyone else, you know, Lewis, John Lewis, I played with last year. He was, he's, he's a beast. So I'm excited to get back to it with these guys. Hopefully, like you said, make a run, have some fun, uh, celebrate the, you know, hopefully get to wave somebody goodbye again this year. Yeah. You got ETSU alumni, the bucket nears in the first round. They don't have DeSanta Bradford. I'm probably guilty of this more than anyone else of saying that they're not going to be as good as they've been the last few yeah. years. I know that you won't take that seriously because you'll always be ready, but what, what does your yeah. prep before a game look like? Man, for this, it's kind of hard. Cause you just never know, you know, I just try to get in there and they'll, they'll go show us a little film and for the players and stuff, just got to go hard and, you know, play our game and hopefully just, you know, be ourselves. You know, I just try to go into every game and just be who I am and, hoop and you know bring my I think I bring that competitive fire to every game so you know that's what I got to bring and I don't really care who we play against I know they've you know had some success in the last previous years but you know it doesn't matter we need to win in advance you know matter who we're playing so um, that's what we got to do all right I got a couple fun questions for you the first one on, ask me what happened two years ago when you guys had Texas colors for the uniforms yeah, you know, I asked our, you know, our GM that set everything up. I was like, bro, why are we Texas colors and we have these different logos? I don't know what happened, bro. You got to ask Garrett, my man Garrett, shout him out. I have no idea. They gave us the, I don't think that, I think honestly, truth be told, we were like one of the last teams in and they, you know, maybe messed something up and it's like, hey, you're going to be orange and white. So that's what you have to do or whatever. I have a theory. You want to hear my theory? theory? Yeah, let me hear it. I think it was that people were confused and thought it was like the Fort Worth champs, like Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. So then it was Texas Could colors. Could be. I don't know. You got to ask somebody above, above my pay grade on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so where, where is home base for you when you're not hooping? Uh, well, I'm from Kokomo, Indiana, which is like an hour from Indianapolis, but I live right now on like the North side of Indian, a little, you know, Westfield, Indiana. That's where I stay, you know, with my family, my wife and my son. And so, that's where I'm at. So it's Indianapolis, where, basically. All right. Where, where'd you play this year overseas? I uh, played in France, started the season, then finished in Poland and Torin. You know, had a, it, was, it was a good year. So good finish to the year. That's great. Who are some of the guys on your team and, and in the league that people would know? Sterling Gibbs was on my team. He played at uh, UConn. I think he's playing on the Texas alumni team, supposed to. Um, he's, you know, great. You know, one of my favorite teammates ever. Uh, I don't know any other guys that are playing on TBT. Dallas Walton, he's on my team. He's playing on Colorado team. So some decent players. But there's so many players in the league that people probably know. Trayvon Blewett from his eight, you know, a bunch, my boys. So um, it was a really competitive league, really, you know, a lot of good players. So it was fun. Does your wife and, and son get to come with you when you play overseas? Yeah, they're all with me the whole time. Makes it Makes it so much better and great, you know. Yeah, that that's that's probably a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, for sure. Any 
any crazy moments this year that are worth mentioning on the pod, hostile environments, game winners where you waved off the home crowd, any, anything noteworthy? I mean, I guess so when the, the, in Poland, when I came there, it was like, do you know what relegation is? Of course. Of course you do. I'm glad I don't want to, you know, come at your intelligence, but a lot of people <laughs> don't understand. But so when I went there, we were like last place. So we were, you know, trying to obviously get out of last place, which we did. But the best moment is like celebrating with our teammate. We're, they're playing. We are the champions. We're just getting out of last place. And the cra- fans going crazy like we won a championship. It was really like, you know, you know, because obviously staying in first division is important for these clubs and stuff like that. So it was like, dude, something I've never experienced with how happy people were. It was like winning a title, but we finished fifth, 14th place. So it was pretty cool. And it was just a lot of fun. That, that, that sounds great. So over, yeah. over the years, I know you're, you're all just about having fun and you get into the heat of the moment, yeah. but have you had any notable exchanges where, whether it's trash talk or maybe a guy hits you with an elbow where you're like, all right, this guy took it a little too far. You talk about overseas, overseas in Isn't college, it? wherever. I mean, I, I, I mean, if anybody knows me, I'm pretty uh, aggressive, you know, that's, I mean, that happens every – that might happen every week. I hope in the summer we might have get something into it. But, no, in, uh, in Hungary one year, two years ago, I, a fan, like, rushed the court on our team and stuff like that. Can you can you hear me? My fault. I thought I went out. But um, nothing too crazy, bro. It's been a little, little bumps here and there, but I'm usually in the, the heat of the fight if something's going on on the court. So it's probably not a good thing. All right, well, let, let's get – and maybe this has to do with guys who back you up. Let's get your all-time top five teammates. Top five teammates? Wow, that's tough, man. I don't I – don't. okay, top five teammates, overseas and college, all in together? Yeah, well, how, how about we'll do this. You're in the starting lineup. You're the starting point guard. Okay. Give me your other four guys you want on the court with you. All right, I want my uh, – I got to shout out my best friend. Uh, Ryan Weber plays in Portugal. I'm putting him at the three. That's my sniper. I need uh, need Sterling Gibbs at my two. It's my dog. He just we just did that thing in Poland and you know had a great. It was a great experience um, with guys I play with on the court at the five. I need my. I need uh, all Hicks. time who I play with. Hicks all time. At the four, man, I might have to throw Steph at the hit. Yeah, at the four. I don't know, though, because I played with, like, Trey Lyles. I'd have to put him at my four or five. Probably the four. and Because he's, you know, obviously. And uh, five, man. Let me get my boy that I just played with in Poland, too. Joey Brunk. My boy, Indiana. Ooh. Paul State. My dog. Yeah. Shout him out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put him on my five. I'll be a good – I'll be a great team. That's We're great. not losing that's, too many. That's a good one. So, <laughs> so <laughs> – Joey, well, that, anybody, not, that, anybody that hears me, that, hey, I, if I left you out, I didn't mean to. You know, you know, I had to show some love out here. I did not expect you to say Joey Brunk, but that's a, that's a great one. So, when you're hooping in Indy, it's the summertime. Wh- where do you hoop? What what gym are you playing in? Yeah, shout out to uh, you know Jeff Teague and Marcus Teague. They have a factory. It's called the Factory. We hoop there, you know, a couple times a week. Have a lot of you know really great players that go through there and, you know, battle and really challenge ourselves. Andre Owens. Give me some names. Yeah. Give me some names. Hey, Andre Owens, shout out to him. He's the OG. He holds it down and, you know, sets stuff up and, 
uh, Darius Adams, you know, great player, played in, you know, EuroLeague, Final Four, uh, China for the last how long MVP. You know, and anybody, Lance, Lance Stevenson's in there. You know, a lot. Uh, Indiana, Indianapolis got, you know, I think Indiana's the best basketball state. Y'all can quote me, whatever. We got Hoopers everywhere. So, yeah. All right. A lot of I people. got I got a job for you. Can you do something What's for me? What's my job? What is next, it? Next time you see Lance, tell him he's got to play on the Cincy alumni team. I, I, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. He needs to play on there. He did. He does. He does need to get in there. He'd be grinding though. So he'll, he, he'd probably say, do it. say you could travel with me. I'm going to Cincy also. They probably asked, they've probably asked of a hundred times. Though. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be yeah, funny. That'd be dope. All right, man, yeah, before sure. I get you out of here, got to end this the way I always end it. Do you have any questions for me? You have to have a question for me. Actually, it can be basketball, TBT, neither related. The floor is yours. All right. Would you, are you a fan of watching The Office? The show The Office? I, I love The yeah. Office. Is it one of your you know top shows ever? I'd say it's up there, maybe top five for sure. Okay, that is all I need to know about you. We're friends, so you know I, I appreciate it. You're my boy now. I, I love The Office. Hopefully they uh, shout them out. <laughs> all right, shout out The Office. I love it. Who's your favorite character? Uh, Probably, I, I got to go Mike, Michael, Michael Scott. I like Dwight though. It's true, you know he's a little he's a little nutty. I got a crazy take that I'm sure you're not going to agree with. I need to hear it. I need to. Hear I it. love season eight and nine. Love when Michael leaves, not because Michael leaves, but Jim and was, Dwight really just take over. Yeah, they they finally. It's just about Michael. Just he had so much of each episode. It was about him, and then when it's gone, and they had to find new ways. I agree with you. I loved it. I yeah. just didn't like Andy. Andy got a little crazy at the end. He got a little, got a little weird. Agree. Uh, <laughs> you're my dog. All right, man. I, I appreciate you coming on. We'll watch some office together this summer. And, yeah, we'll and be friends. And yeah, hopefully you do an in-person interview this summer. Yeah, let's do it, man. That'll be, be exciting. All right. Thanks, man. All right, bro. Have a good one. All right. Joining me now on Inside TVT, Marcus Santos Silva, playing with Ram Nation, BCU alumni. Marcus, welcome to the show. All right, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Is it this is your first time playing in TBT, correct? Yeah, yeah. The first time playing in TBT. Uh, I remember when I heard about TBT my I wanna say my freshman year, when the year that they uh the Rams VCU did it the first time. And I just been following them at the end at towards the end, always in the summer. Did you have your pick between the Air Raiders and Ram Nation, or did you not get that call? Oh no! The only team that called me was uh, Ram Nation. Uh, and Air Raiders, I didn't. A couple of guys on the team before, but when uh, I when I last played, we talked about it, but they didn't hit me up. Um, so I didn't get a call from the Air Raiders. So your first round matchup in TBT, which was released today, you're playing Sideline Cancer, one of the staples of TBT. How much research have you have you done? you know, in the few hours since the bracket came out about that team, if any? Um, just know that they're a really good team. Uh, they got a lot of good players. And like you said, they're really known in the TBT. So that's what I really know from them right now. Absolutely. So, you know, you got a pretty cool story yourself. Obviously, there's teams like Sideline Cancer who playing for a cause, alumni teams that have cool stories. But you yourself, 
you played basketball and then you flipped to football and now you're back to hoops. I want you to take me through, you know, your year ends at Texas Tech and you make that decision. I'm going to try to be a football player. Take me from there. Um, So honestly, the football stuff really like conversations came out. I'll say my freshman year at like VCU, like people were just like mentioning about it. And then when I decided to transfer out of VCU, I was getting talks about people like, yo, you should, why don't you go try fo- football right now? And I was like, that's too early. And then like, it was started again in the back of my mind, like my last year at Texas Tech, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be playing. It's either me going to play overseas or might as well just try the overseas, the uh, football route. And literally after the, we lost against Duke a couple of days later, I got a call from one of the Texas Tech football coaches and it was like, basically like, hey, usually I began conversation, being getting calls about my team, my players, but I ended up getting calls about you as well. So then I was like, you know what, let me start going into this and let me see it. Cause I was like, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to have any regrets when I get over like, Oh, what is? So then I was like, you, I, I did a lot. I did everything I did with basketball at that moment. And I was like, let me go try this football, the football route. And like the reason why I did it, cause I saw my guy, my boy, Mo uh, Ali Cox, he did it. And I also was texting him a lot about like how he did the transition. So I was like, you know what, let me just try it out and see how it was. So then you ended up going to training camp with the Browns where you, you weren't drafted by the Browns though, correct? So, so you went to I training was. camp. What was that like? Um, It was, it was cool. I remember, so I, I was on, I was talking to a lot of teams I remember the Ravens, they wanted me to come to the Ricky Main camp, and then the Colts wanted me to come to the Ricky Main camp, but then the Browns, they were the only team to call me. It was like, hey, we want to bring you for a workout. So then I went out there, did a tryout for them, and right after my tryout, they signed me. And then when I went out to mini camp, I had a lot of fun with it. I remember when I first went out there, I was just like, the day the day before, they gave us, they literally gave us our playbook. And it was like, all right. They gave us the script. It's like, you got to know this, 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 and this tomorrow. And mind you, I don't, I'm looking at the playbook like it's a different language. Like I'm talking about, I was studying from like 8 until 11 on just a couple of plays I have just to understand like, all right, what's what's these letters? What does this mean? What does this mean? Just try, literally just try to figure out on my own at first. So like it was definitely a big learning process. And like when I was out there, I had a lot of fun with it. Like I showed like spurts of like the potential I had, but it was just those guys got my total respect. And when I watch football on Sundays, whenever it's on my, my perspective of it is completely different now. Like I understand why certain things happen. That's, that's very cool to hear. So now you're back to basketball full time. Where, where did you play this year? Uh, so I this year since so I did the XFL in Feb I got I did the XFL up until February and then now I just been staying living in Richmond Virginia and just been training at VCU and just staying in shape because the plan I went with my agency is to sign in the in the fall so right now I've just been training and just getting prepared. So maybe maybe I jumped the gun, but do you think your football career is over? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. I had fun with it. I tried it, see what would happen. Now it's just time to go. And I just, me taking that year off 
really showed me how much I actually missed basketball. And now I'm just back locked in and everything on it. So TBT is your first professional basketball since college. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. You got to be fired up for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. It's been a while. And how about not only is it your first professional basketball since college, but you get to rep VCU again. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah, it was it's really cool. I remember when they hit me up, I was actually like surprised about it. And now I started to talk to the guys more about it. And I was just like, you know what? It's honestly a perfect fit to go back and play with VCU. Who are who are some of the guys on the team you're excited to get to play with? Um Jay Lou, uh the same my the same guys, uh Marcus Evans, uh Oh, just a lot of the guys, actually. And then, like, for, uh, guys that used to play on the team, too. Like, definitely guys, like, I've watched their game and stuff like that. So I'm just really – I'm excited to play with all of them, honestly, to see just, – just, just to see, like, how, how it's been since for a while. Do you think any part of your game has improved because you played football? Like, you um, have a higher vertical now or anything like that? Uh, my vertical is still the same. I'll just say – uh, I'll say definitely I got more, a little more physical and like taking bumps and context from being with the football stuff. And then also, uh, definitely I think helped me out even more on defense. So really just, and I think also, uh, when I was playing at football, I was at like two, I want to say like 280. And then now I got down back, I got back down to my playing weight two. 55 and I'm on I feel lighter honestly so I feel like I feel a little quicker out there now do you was that tough to lose that weight um yeah at the at first when I once once I was done with once football was done and then like I had to go back to how I lost at the beginning of that and then getting back into playing basketball because football it's like I think it's like seven seconds a play is and like you're getting subbed in and out basketball you're so I remember the first time I played, I played, I played the pickup game. I was like, "Dang, I need to get back to my basketball shit." But now I'm, I'm back at it, and it's, I'm, I, I'm happy. I'm back to where I am. Which of the Browns players that you were in camp with are good hoopers? Did you get a chance to hoop with any of them? Um. So we did. So we did a we. Uh, we had an off day, and they brought us to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Is um practice facility and i'll say honestly who who could really shoot the ball was jacoby Brissett when he was there he had a nice jump shot he could shoot it uh miles garrett seeing all the videos he did he's a freak athlete but no those guys were really good and then i'm um, also they have there was a guy named uh david bell they drafted oh, yeah, the of course david bell they drafted him he played and he told me about his story and he he said he I remember he hit he said he hit a he hit a buzzer beat. He saw me video about it. He was a hooper at his old high school. So there was there's a good amount of guys on there that's that's hooping, guys that over there that they still believe they could still hoop and they still got game over there. Were you the best? Um take uh, shooting wise, no. I was not known as a shooter, but I always told him like playing, like I would like I would hold my own. I'd be like, yeah, it's gonna be hard, but shooting wise I was not. It, that was not my forte in college, so I would say I wasn't the best shooter. 
So of all the aspects of basketball, you know, what you're allowed to eat, what your weight has to be, ev- everything, the the flow of the game, what are you most excited about to get to do again because you're back to being a basketball player? Honestly, after being away from even playing from football, from honestly, being with the team, like a, being with just like basketball, there's like a lot of players. Basketball, you got like, I think like 15, 12 maybe. And just being just with the team aspect of everything like that. And then just being back on the court and just playing. Because I remember football, I was doing a lot of thinking. Now basketball, I don't have to think at all. So just being, just missing all that stuff. Are you hoping that your film from TBT will be what your agent will be able to show to, you know, potential teams? Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, my my agent's really good. He's been talking to a lot of teams and stuff. And, like, really this right here, my main goal is for us to go and win the thing. Like, we're just not going to be in it just to be in it. Our goal is to win it. Also, it's also going to help me out to show people, like, take off the questions, like, all right, why did he take a year off? And if I'm still the same player I was when I, before I took the year off. So there's like, there's a lot of positives with it, honestly. Well, if you guys do win a few games, you're really going to have a chance to prove yourself because the regional there in in West Virginia is stacked. So oh, you yeah. really go up against some some high quality players and, you know, wishing you and the team the best. Before I get you out of here, this is how I wrap up every Inside TBT interview. Turn the tables on you. Do you have a question for me? It can be anything. It can be just like we've talked about anything. Your question can be about anything. Um what is your what matchup are you most excited to look forward to in the TBT matchup? So I know you saw the bracket and everything, except for us. Like let's take VCU and sideline cancer out of it. So there's a couple four or five matchups. Really every four or five matchup is super exciting. I'm a I'm a Mizzou fan and yeah. and the show me squads playing Vegas Rebellion, Mizzou or uh UNLV alumni. But the game I'm most excited about is Shell Shock versus Gataverse which is Maryland alumni versus Florida alumni. Both are first year TBT alumni teams. So you really don't know what to expect with these guys. Big names are supposed to be showing up and playing Corey Brewer, Mello Trimble. Like it's, it's a big potential matchup. So I'm looking forward to see what that, that final product looks like. What about you? What have you seen? Um, Definitely a team that's really like stuck out. For me, and I played against them in college as Rhode Island's team. I definitely want to see how they do and all that. And then um, uh, I got to look at the bracket again even more because I saw when I when it came out that I was working out. So I just saw our our side. And then um, really just excited because I know usually there'll be there'll be upsets and everything. And also a team I like watching a lot. Uh, we are D three. I like that, and I like watching the D twos because. I was talking to one of my one of the coaches at VCU, and they were like, he was talking about like people that watch the game, they get surprised that a D three team or D two players beat these big alumni. And it's like for basketball players, you could hoop, you could hoop, like yeah. don't let the name and everything in the division fool you. So that's what I really like about the TBT how they bring anyone in. Who's uh you think is going to be like a Cinderella? Well, <laughs> make make a run. Ooh, I think there's kind of like two answers to that. 
There's the Cinderella based on seed, but they're actually really good just in a tough regional. And then there's Cinderella like, hey, people don't know a ton about these guys. Like they got it all together towards the end. So I think the Jackson, Tennessee underdogs are going to be really good. They added Jalen Barford and DeSanta Bradford. And I've said this on every interview I've done today now. So people are going to get sick of it. But they're a six seed. But that regional is is stacked in Louisville where like literally one through seven is kind of just like all pretty close. So yeah. like by by number, by seed, six seed, if they won a few games, it would be, you know, Cinderella. But I really think you guys as a seven seed have a chance to, you know, win a game, win two games, you know, get a little magic, little VCU magic going. And I'm not just saying that because <clears> – <throat> You're sitting on the interview right now, but I think yourselves, the Jackson underdogs, I think that that really might be it. Six seeds are going to be sneaky this year because yeah. six is 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 close to three. When you think yeah, I like I like our team a lot. I know like people that don't really know about us and that they just see like some guys, but like if you look down to like stats and the history of the guys that's on the team, like we we got really good players on this team. So I'm, I'm really excited to get it going. Yeah. Similar to college basketball where like, you know, the VCUs and the Wichita States and the, you know, the, the smaller schools of the world that are, you know, let's say they're a 12 seed in the tournament and then their team all comes back. And the next year they're like a one seed, Yeah, you know, like the, the bleed green team, North Texas alumni, they were a seven seed last year. And they were awesome, and now they're a two-seed. Like, I feel like that could be similar with your guys' team where, you know, even if it's a battle with sideline cancer and you guys go down, like, it'll be a, hey, we're, we're a really good team. Next yeah. year we shouldn't be a seven-seed. So yeah. I, I think I, it's a, just a loaded field this year. Facts. I think what's, like, I think that's also a good thing. Like, because a lot of the guys on TBT, they're playing, they play overseas. They're playing first division, second division, high three divisions and all that. And like people that watch in the United States, they don't know anything about that. So when they see the name, they're like, uh, they, they look at, they're looking at the ranking of it. And then, then, then they see the players. It's like, wait a minute, this dude, you got this team that's a rank us like a six seed, but they have high level overseas guys. So I, that's why I like mm-hmm. it about it a lot. Like there's a lot of, Oh, I never heard of this guy or, and then they make their name up for themselves in the tournament. So. It's definitely going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to all the games, but the West Virginia Regional specifically, I mean, Best Virginia, the West Virginia alumni, they're the one seed. And you could argue that, you know, all the way down to the five, six, seven seed, all those teams are capable of beating them on paper. And who knows? The eight seed could beat them. But, you know, it's just, it's just a loaded, loaded, region i'm happy i don't have to play in that region but we'll we'll see what happens yeah at the end of the day man we all always say it's, it's basketball we've been we've been playing this since we was a kid so i'm just really excited i i love it i appreciate you coming on man good no luck problem. to you you and the squad and uh we'll see what happens thank you so much thank you for having me absolutely hope you enjoyed all three of those great interviews Like I said before the interviews, we are a week away. We got one episode left before TBT tips off coming out Monday, which has a regional and NBA feel to it. I'm not going to spoil too much more beyond that. 
but it's a super fun and exciting episode with two big time interviews. Follow at the tournament, follow at inside TBT, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads. Yeah, we're on threads. We we did it. Both both TBT and inside TBT is on threads. And get excited because the tournament, it's basically here. It's basically here in you know 130 hours. It'll be here. Let's get excited. It is TBT time. Talk to y'all Monday. Wave that towel in your hand